listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. You know, Paul, I, I'd, I'd love to talk about the Emmys last night, but I'm reviewing the FCC guidelines here, and I just don't I, don't I don't think we can mention the name of this show that it's won all fine. these awards. Are you sure? Look, if you want to, if you're really concerned about it, refer to the, uh, the I believe it is a sedimentary rock known as schist. Uh, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll just use schist, the, schist Creek. So, and the, the, and the show is called what? Schist Creek. Okay. See what I did there? All right. It's actually a metamorphic rock. My apologies. All right. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna use a synonym for, okay. For, uh, the word and, and it's S-C-H-I-T-T. Yeah. Creek. That's the no, name no, of the show. That yes. The Apo- name of, yes. Apparently the person, their last name was S-C-H-I-T-T. Okay. So I've I actually tried to watch the show Poop Creek a few years ago. It's not that's turned, not what it's called. I, I turned it on. We turned on Feces Creek not, and nope. watched it for about 10, 15 minutes. Still not the name. Couldn't get into it. Right. Uh, but I, I you know and I have no doubt if it won all these awards, I have no doubt that Dookie's Creek is a good right. show. Yeah, it's not though. But that's um, not the name of the song. The show because it has you know Eugene Levy, Catherine right. O'Hara. Yes, they they won talented. Emmys last night for yep. Best Actor and Actress. Yep. So yep. Um, Steamers Creek looks like nope. it could be. Uh, maybe I'll go back and watch it again. I don't no, know. Not that. Not that. That's not the name of the. the but but the, we the can't show. say the name. I'm pretty sure we can't say the name, you of, the can show, say the so. name of the show. So you know, it's it's Pinchloaf Creek in my mind. So, but Succession was the winner for best drama, and I, you know, when you think about it now, it's way harder to win an Emmy than when we were kids. Because oh, there's yeah. a million. There's like. Oh yeah. There's like 400 networks. And, and a lot of them do their own original programming. You know, like, you look at Laverne and Shirley. Sure, they dominated ratings in the 70s, but they only had two competitors. Exactly. Right? Like, and now when you go back, when you go back and, and you watch some of those shows, you go, my God, how did they dominate the ratings? <laughs> I know. It, I know possibly, it, that show was awful. We, I, this is, in many ways, the golden age of television because, you know, people use that phrase to talk about the honeymooners and things like that. Yeah. But there are so many great shows right now, and... Uh, you know, there are nine, nine million shows on, yeah. on 17 million networks. And we're really happy that uh, Chocolate Creek won <laughs> right. last night. That Hershey Squirts Creek oh, was able to come up with. <laughs> That's a nasty image, isn't it? Cadbury Creek. Right. <laughs> So we'll go to the phones, and I think we've got Cheryl here who's going to help us out with story time. Hi, Cheryl. Hey. Welcome to the radio program. Are you ready to pick the story that you find more interesting? Yes. All right. I'm I'm piqued, curious about uh, hurting yourself playing guitar (laughs) um, because it sounds just shy of... um, a dumbass of the day. Yeah, but. there's a little bit of that, Cheryl. You know, I, I have to admit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you'd like to hear that story, it's pretty simple, but it's embarrassing. It's the kind of thing that happens as you start to get a little bit older. These kinds of things befall you. So I was playing guitar, um, you know, standing up, playing an electric guitar on Saturday. Uh, and the strap that I had put on the guitar, I had neglected to put the strap lock on. So, which means, you know, if the peg comes out of the hole in the strap, then the guitar can fall. So, being a right-handed guitar player, the head of the guitar, the neck goes out towards my left. So, I had picked down on a table, and I reached across to my right to grab the pick. As I did that, 
the strap lock or the or the nut on the guitar popped out of the strap. So the guitar starts falling to the ground head first, right? Very dangerous. Uh-huh. Very, you know, you can you can ruin your guitar like that. So the, oh, yeah. you know, my initial reaction, I reached out, I grabbed it as quickly as I could, actually with both hands, and I got it. But you know what? Instinctively, you're grabbing it, you're pulling it right back sure, towards you. Sure, yeah, and yeah, that's like you're trying to catch something. Sure, absolutely. And again, I'm not badly injured. I'm not injured at all. But it did elicit a. You know, I so cursed. You, I cursed when I did it. I pulled the head. I pulled the guitar back, and the tuning pegs that stick out on each side of the top of the guitar, the head of the guitar, the low E string tuning peg smashed me right in that bone at the top of your shoulder. It's you know, called the, your collarbone. The one that goes. No, no, the collarbones are in the front. Well, but it's maybe part of the collarbone. I don't know. It's at the edge of your shoulder on each side. It's like that flat part across the top of your shoulder. Right. Smashed into that. So I've got a little bit of a little bit of soreness there, but. It was just, again, a reminder that, holy crap, how did I hurt myself playing guitar? Well, you're suffering for your art is what you're doing. <laughs> so I, I, I'm probably going to post a video in the next day or two of, of myself playing along with the music from Peter Gunn, you know, that cool old TV theme song. Sure, Henry Mancini, yeah. Um, just want, that was minutes after this happened, Cheryl, so I want you to know when you see that, I'll be playing in pain. Oh, okay. I, I got a guitar story. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear it? Well, I'll tell you what. Hang on, hang on with us for a minute, Cheryl. We're, we're gonna we're gonna grab this from uh, from you off the air. We'll we'll see what it sounds like. Okay? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. We just did story I, I kinda time. Wanna, I want to hear that story now. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, so we kept Cheryl on hold. And she's been waiting very patiently. Yeah. She's, she's very patient. I'm, she, I'm told it's a good story. She helped us out with story time. Yeah, uh, where I, I told the story of hurting myself playing guitar this weekend because the the guitar almost fell. I grabbed it as quickly as I could. I saved the guitar and then smashed the headstock into my shoulder. Now, just but for for virtue of uh, uh, of explanation for people that don't know much about guitars, the guitar Mark was playing was a Gibson Les Paul. And they have a headstock that has an, an angle. The, the wood is cut at an angle. Um, and I know what you're thinking. Well, why don't you just let the thing hit the floor and, you know, you pick it up when you're done. Well, if the, if the headstock hits the floor, it's going to break. It's going to yeah. break and it's going to cost thousands of dollars to fix. But if it hits your shoulder, your shoulder may break. Is yes, what I but, found you've, got, but you've got health insurance. Yeah. You don't no, have guitar insurance. <laughs> I'm fine, actually. I'm making yeah. more of it than it was. But it was sure. funny because I knew exactly which string it was, which tuning peg that hit me because I strummed next and the low E string was way out of tune. I'm like, all right, that's the one that got me, that son of a bitch. Which, for guitar players, here comes an inside <laughs> joke. Usually, it's the G-string. hey You're welcome. All right, so Cheryl, let's hear your guitar story that you were telling us about. Well, my husband was a lead guitarist, and he played guitar 24-7. I mean, even sitting down on his couch. Ooh. He has a hondo, or had a hondo. It's where it doesn't have a headstock mm-hmm. at all. Right, okay. Like yeah. a Steinberger. You, you tune it down below. Yep. And so he would always have it with him, and he'd get in the car... He would have it strapped on, and we'd drive. And (laughs) then one time, he had his nephew's guitar. It does have a headstock, and it was long. Uh Uh-oh. And he gets in the car, not thinking, 
I'm not thinking. And he cold cops me right in the temple. Ouch. With that headstock. Ouch. Just getting in the car because it has a headstock. Yes. And I'm like, ring my bell. Yeah, well, the the important question here is, did the guitar go out of tune when that happened? I went out of tune. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> right. Nice you job, yeah, Cheryl. That right. was a good story. Thank sure you. Was, yeah. That sounds like it hurts. Um, the Hondos, I, I don't like those. Tuning is hard enough, I think. Without having to do it in a different spot. Well, yeah, it's of course a, it's easier now. They got all kinds of electronic yeah, tuners. It's based on what they what they call a Steinberger guitar. And again, not to get too deep into the weeds, but um, there's no like when you look at the guitar, it looks like they chopped the top of the guitar neck off, and all the tuning pegs are down at the bottom of the guitar, right? Where where your hand normally is strumming, and, and it's, it's it's you basically string it backwards. I'm actually not comfortably comfortable with that visually. I don't like the look of that. It doesn't look like a real guitar to me. I know it yeah, is. I know, I know what you you're saying. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's yeah, it, I know it's saying, a matter yeah. of personal taste but i prefer the traditional look of a guitar and they are of their time they were they were an 80s thing and and came and went real quick yeah i can see mr mister using one uh Uh, the the, (laughs) the guitar player for white lion used one briefly and eddie van halen used one yeah but that made the children cry when the guy from white Lion did that but um (laughs) the most common guitar injury though is getting poked with the end of a string. Poked the end with a string, yeah, when you're and trying to hurts. restring it and you stab yourself and it's the smallest little pinprick of a yep. hole. And it and hurts you, like a some bit. It bleeds like a main <laughs> artery. It's the worst. had a funny time uh, here on Friday on the Mark and Neanderthal show. Uh, we were talking about the fact that Phoenix is going to change a couple of street names. Yeah. And, we, and we, we won't get into the thing of, you know, yeah, oh, important. man, that's BS. They're doing Whatever. that. People are too sensitive. Whatever, like, it, it however happens you in, feel about it. It they're, happens they're in cities it. every day all across America. They change the name of the city. They de- re-dedicate it or whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're changing the name of Squaw Peak Drive. Uh, and that's that little road that leads up to the Piestawa Peak. Right. Hiking. I don't know why they didn't just do it when they did the whole thing back then. But, yeah, whatever. Whatever um, it is. But it's being renamed. So, But we thought to ourselves, that's not really a, a road that that is an issue regarding pronunciation. I mean, like, if you were to get pulled over on Rural Road. That's right. We, yeah, we got into how and, tough that is to say. And if you got pulled over at Rural Road at the railroad crossing, <laughs> that would be the Rural Road Railroad, <laughs> which is not easy to say. And yeah. you could probably inadvertently be charged with drunk driving if a police officer pulled you over and said, do you know where you are? Yes. Or, yeah. we, you know, the idea came up to us that the first field sobriety test they give you yeah. should be, can you say Rural Road Railroad right. Crossing? If you can say it, then, hey, you're not that drunk. Right. So, so we reached out to our friend uh, who is the top law enforcement officer in the state of Arizona. We're talking about Attorney General Mark Burnovich, friend yeah. of the show. And we asked him, you know, hey, can you get that done? Can you make that the first field sobriety test? And when he told he, us he couldn't, a very, very funny thing happened here on the show. He waffled a bit, so we pressed him. All right, so you can't get that uh, rural road railroad thing added to the curriculum. Do we have to go over your head and call Doug? Yeah, why don't you do that? <laughs> He's not taking my calls. Maybe he'll take your calls. Yeah, well, I mean, here's oh the my thing. God. There's a reason why uh, Governor Doug Ducey is not taking the Attorney General's calls or our calls. It's that he's angling for a new job. Well, uh, Governor Ducey is not going to take our calls or the Attorney General's calls because he's big time, man. Well, first, I want to say that I've, I've got a relationship with the president. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah. When there's a need in Arizona, mm-hmm. I talk to him directly. 
Okay. All right. All right. So, we, so that's what's going can, on. Can we play that again with with Berno? I, I just I love his reaction to when you say, "Hey, should we go over your head and call Doug the governor?" All right. So you can't get that uh, rural road railroad thing added to the curriculum. Do we have to go over your head and call Doug? Yeah. Why don't you do that? <laughs> He's not taking my calls. Maybe he'll take your call. Yeah, damn. Well, you know why? Well, first, I want to say that I've, I've got a relationship with the president, and uh, when there's a need in Arizona, I talk to him directly. Hi, this is Attorney General Mark Burnovich, or the Burno for you. And my goodness, wasn't that a wonderful story? It oh, certainly was a wonderful God. story. I've listened to that Burno thing like eight times, and, and I'm still laughing out loud every time I hear it. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, a, that's the beauty of this show. Just the contempt of, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Well, you know, it's. I'm sure people do that to him all the time. Like, I know Doug Ducey. He's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst. It's that, you know what that is? That's the response to a Karen. I can't imagine what it's like to be the attorney general of the state of Arizona and have people try to go, well, obviously, I'll just go over your head. Shut that, up. Or or they're like, hey, can you help me out? I got ripped off of the dry cleaners. Right, exactly. That's and what, actually, he is interested in stories like he that. Certainly he does is. want to yeah. know. So. have a football game tonight. I think your uh, your Raiders are playing, right? Yeah, the Raiders are playing. Yeah. yeah, they're opening up their stadium over there in Vegas with nobody there. So it'll be just like Oakland. Yes. <laughs> First game there. Yeah. No, I imagine it was funny because uh, I have friends who are, I mean, obviously, uh, Raiders fans have been waiting for this day up there in Vegas for a while since they announced they were moving a couple of years ago. I have friends I was looking on social media. They were up last night at like, you know, one thirty in the morning, boozing it up in the casinos, taking pictures of, they've got casino chips there with the Raiders logo on them. Nice. You know, nice. so They'll, they'll sell a bunch of those that'll never be redeemed because people will collect them. Do you think the uh, th- think there was heavy betting on the Cardinals yesterday? Uh, you know, I don't know. They're they're you know, I mean, it was it, Washington football team actually looked pretty good. They came back and they and they Wait, beat up that, the Eagles. Yeah, is that I, you know, I didn't watch much of the game Washington, yesterday. Is somebody called them Reds, somebody called them Redskins once. But for the most part, it was Washington football team because yeah. they have no name officially. They have no name. So you're saying that the Cardinals played a team with no name? The Arizona Cardinals played a team with no name, and the nameless team they overcame. Is that what happened? The Um. nameless team, they went down in flames. It's their poor management that deserves all the blame. Is that what happened? They played a team with no name? So I watched like four football games yesterday, and the Cardinals... Were by far like like from top to bottom. Fundamentally, they look sound. Offense, defense, coaching, everything looked like really good. They got Fitz involved. Yeah, they got yeah, everybody. Nice. Everybody yeah. was good. DeAndre Hopkins yeah. played well. They ran the ball well. They you know for the most part they look good. But this was all against a team with no name. Is that what happened? The Arizona Cardinals played a team with no name, and the nameless team they overcame. Yes, the nameless okay. team. I'm just curious. They went down in flames. Yeah. So if I could, there were two games into the season and the Cardinals look pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all I'm uh, saying. Just curious about that because I didn't, I mean, I did turn on the game for a while and I saw some good plays. I just, I had forgotten who they were playing against. I, I didn't Jesus, realize it was were you a making, team yeah, with yes, no we name. Got, yeah, we got it. Okay. I didn't realize it was a team with no yeah. name. Overcame. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Thank you. You know what we should do here is the Mark and Neanderthal, Neanderthal dumbass, dumbass of the day is what we should do here. Absolutely. I so, think so. 
Uh, Stephen Hortz, very, very foolish man. What did Stephen do? Uh, Stephen's from Orange County in California, and back in late July... He's from the OC, yo. You bet. Stephen became aware of the death of an elderly man who, oh. li- who lived in a really nice house. Oh, so Stephen hatched a plan to wait a couple of weeks until all the hubbub died down. You know what happens when somebody passes? There's always There's hubbub, yeah. people in the house. Lots of hubbub, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. Stephen decided to wait a couple of weeks till the hubbub died down, then go back to the house and break in, figuring nobody would be there. Yeah. Stephen had been keeping an eye on things, and it seemed to him the only people in the house were relatives who kept popping in to take care of things in the aftermath, and, and then they would leave. So Stephen figured that he could get in there and steal some stuff before the house got totally cleaned out. You know, they'd probably put it up for sale or something like that. You know. Did Stephen figure on cameras? Uh, well... <laughs> Stephen was able to get into the house uh-huh. on, on August 10th, and he stole a couple of ceiling fans, a safe, a gun bag, a, a pretty decent haul, and then he went back on August 16th. No. And did it again, getting more stuff, but that's when family members who would pop by notice things going missing. Let's face it, it's tough not to notice that a ceiling fan has been removed. That's kind of a boneheaded move by Stephen. Yeah, because the minute you walk back into the house, it's very warm. Exactly. You think to yourself, I should turn on the ceiling fan. Hey, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, but even more boneheaded, like you mentioned, was assuming that the home security and surveillance systems were no longer operative. Okay. They were operative. They were working. Yeah, in the OC, I'm guessing there are several home security systems and probably guys driving around pretending to be cops. Mm Mm-hmm. Relatives turned the surveillance footage over to the Orange County Sheriff's Office, Mm -hmm. and that revealed Stephen's most boneheaded maneuver. Which was? Which is that Stephen actually found out about the old man's death in the first place by being the sheriff's deputy who responded to the call. Huh. Hmm. Stephen even did the first break-in wearing his uniform. Huh. Wow. The boneheadedness just keeps on happening. There. Would it be? Would, is that an Owen Wilson wow? Yeah, that pretty much is. Wow! 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 And that's why Stephen Horst, Horst, is our Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey fellas, I think that's a beautiful story you just told. You understand what I'm saying? That was sponsored. By Indian Motorcycle Peoria. You can find them online at IndianMotorcyclePeoria.com. You know, on Saturday, went over like about a month ago, I bought a pair of shorts at Kohl's. What are you big time me? <laughs> and you can't try anything on there because of the pandemic, right? So I just bought one pair. I'm like, I'm not going to buy four pairs because I don't know if I'm going to like them. Yeah, you don't want to hog all the shorts. I bought one sure, pair, why not? brought it home. I'm like, hey, I really like these shorts. So I waited too long. I went back to my wife and I went to Kohl's on Saturday. I was like, I want to grab some shorts here, get some more, maybe a clearance prices. You know, summer's ending. Who yeah, knows? sure. Why not? Next summer. You are thrifty. Yeah, I struck out, by the way. They, they had sold them all out. But as we got out of the car in the parking lot, we're walking towards the store. This young lady... I guess maybe 20 years old, 22 years old, comes walking towards us. She's holding a jar that has some cash in it. Oh, she's, she's going to give you money. Awesome. She's got a clipboard, and she gives us the old, hi, I've been in recovery for 20 months, <laughs> and I was hoping I could talk to you. And I just like. You, you do realize that's the Orlando Jones in, uh, yeah, in, it's, in office space. Hello, sir. I am a covering, recovering, I, trying to sell magazines. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I didn't even want, I didn't even give her a chance. It's just like, I got no cash. And we just kept walking. Which is true, I, by the way, because you never carry cash. I did have a little bit on me. but I'm So still, you lied. I did lie. 
Yeah, I don't like being ambushed in a parking lot. Like, right. I, you know, I, I get it. I give a fair amount to charity every month. Yeah. It's by it's by automatic withdrawals on a credit card or, sure, a, or yeah. a banking account. I don't yeah. I don't do it in between vehicles. In a you and I get lot. you and I always get crazy when we do the uh, you know, we do our thing for soldiers. Best friend. We're like, I'm going to donate this. All right. I'm going to match it. We get silly about it, but we do it with credit cards and stuff. Right. So, a, you can get a record of it. And B, it's safe. And just, you know, somebody sneaking up on you in a parking lot. Collecting for something just does not. Let's face it; it doesn't loan an air of credibility to the whole. See, affair, this is the thing: it? if you're going to panhandle, I would recommend you do it like the guys on the off ramps do it, because at least you can see their resume on a cardboard box. <laughs> they're holding it up, and they're like, you know, family of two, <laughs> veteran, veteran yeah. you know, uh, I, just just need enough to get through the day. Like you get, they, you've yeah. got, at least there's a resume right, right there. Right. And, you know, I mean, granted, there are no references. I can't no. call. No, there I can't are no, call and uh, back them up on it's it. It's not annotated. But that resume. to be fair, it is kept on one one sheet, which is good. <laughs> the eight and a half by 11. Yeah, it is, does pay well to keep done. it on one sheet. But so. I hate being like that, though, because do, do, you, do you ever think as you drive up to the top of the ramp, is he really a veteran? Uh, yeah, I mean, you always do that. There's always a question of that because, I mean, you know, people tend to be unscrupulous when they're looking for free stuff. They lie. They have a tendency to do so. You yeah. lied, though. I did lie. You did lie. And the fact was, I was probably carrying more cash on me than I've had in my pocket. What in, are you, big time in all of us now? Yeah, no, like 18 bucks or something like that. Oh. I never carry cash. I don't either. You know, yeah, I'll we're, have, we're coming, you're part of the problem. You're part of the cashless society, people. You're exactly what QAnon is warning us I about. I believe a bigger part of the problem is people ambushing you in parking lots with a phony charity. Well, if somebody ambushes you, don't panic. <laughs> That's the last thing we want. I shouldn't have told you that. Now you'll panic. Now I'm going to panic every time I see somebody with a yeah. jar. It, it, yeah, I just, it didn't seem legit to me. I get it. Now I understand. Be safe out there is yes, what we're basically saying. Absolutely. And you should, if you can give to charity, if you can help out, again, tip plus 10, all the things that we talk about, little baby steps to make... Uh, yeah. Make the world a better place. Absolutely do so. Just be very careful out there. That's mm -hmm. all. Yeah, no, if somebody comes up to you in a parking lot, just tell them, hey, I do my charitable giving. I, it's organized. I do it every month on a credit card, whatever it might be, and just and just walk away. And then they're going to whip out the little card reader that they have hooked up to their iPhone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's the next move. And then you say, I'm sorry, this card's expired. If you were listening to the Mark and Neander Paul show on Friday at around 7 o'clock in the was morning. Was it Friday or Thursday? It was Friday. It was Friday, yeah. You would have discovered that there are people like this walking amongst us. I am afraid of cotton balls. The texture, the sight, the sound. Yeah. He's afraid of cotton balls. Now, again, uh, as, as weird as I want to think of this phobia, I had it very close to me in my home. When I was married, my ex-wife would always make me open like aspirin or anything that had cotton in it. Like this guy. I mean, like if I take the cotton out of a, like an Advil bottle, I got to use like tweezers or mm -hmm. something to grab it because I can't, this, it's horrible. You know what I did when we, when I went home on Friday, I checked, you know, I looked. Do you leave the cotton in it or do you take it out and throw I, it away? I checked the, we, there's a couple of bottles in there, different kind of aspirin. I checked them to see if there was cotton still in there. There wasn't because I wanted to kind of like rub it next to my ears to see what the sound is that there, because there is a sound, a slight sound that comes out of it. And it just, for some people, it's like nails on a blackboard. I think you're supposed to replace the cotton in the aspirin bottle because 
aspirin is obviously like it's like a powdered. It's basically a, a, a jammed powdered, you know, coagulated powder thing. Yeah. And if it's rattling around in the bottle, you know, shaking the bottle and stuff like that, it'll chip and diminish and become and becomes dust. So you say keep it in there. I think you're supposed to keep it in there to take mm. up the space so that when you pick up the bottle or the bottle moves around and stuff like that, the aspirin doesn't doesn't jiggle around like so, like like so, cubes in a glass. So life would be hell for somebody who hates cotton balls and yet has frequent headaches. Yeah, and again, I, I don't know that I'm right on that, but I think if there's a pharmacist listening, somebody could confirm <laughs> or, or or refute my assertion. But I believe the cotton is supposed to stay in the bottle to keep the aspirin from again running yeah. uh, like dice and 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 falling apart. If somebody eroding. If there's somebody out there right now holding a mortar and pestle, if yes. you could give us a call right now, we yes. appreciate your input. That would be good. Um, good morning. I've just heard about the cotton ball deal, and yeah. I heard it on. My wife is scared to death of cotton. She hates it. So, of course, I always chase around the house with a cotton ball. Yeah, that's not so at all domestic abuse. is it just abuse. cotton balls, or is it all kinds of cotton? It's cotton balls. I don't know. And she's a nurse. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <That's> weird. <laughs> so what does she do at work when she's got to use a cotton ball? I don't know. I guess she puts on a glove. I don't know. Probably cringes a lot. It's just funniest thing ever, man. Wow. Q-tips the same way. <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she won't use Q-tips either. Actually, I had a buddy of mine who uh, he's got the High Tides restaurant in Gilbert. Oh, look at um, you. Free plug. He, he just texted me. He's going, I'm listening. I have the cotton fear myself. Yeah. Now, it, it is. It's a thing, man. It's a, it's a real thing. And I, and I don't, again... I don't understand it. Um, and, of course, we all fear what we don't understand. If you encounter somebody that's afraid of cotton, throw cotton at them. <laughs> is it they'll, be, over- they'll be afraid, but there'll be no real right. lasting damage because it, it's cotton. Is it an overreaction to say, I think these people should be rounded up and kept away from the rest of regular society? A little bit. Slight overreaction? A little bit. All right, I'll Just pull saying. back on that. Then. Let me walk that back. Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.